Welcome to Bottled Soccer Talk. This is Bottled Soccer Talk number 52, episode 52. I'm Nestor, joined here by Henry. And again, two guys, two mics, two pints. And uh, this is the beginning of the Euros. Well, it, the, the first round's over. And uh, it's been an interesting interesting uh, start to the tournament, to say the least. How you doing, my man? I'm doing all right, man. Yeah, it was an interesting start. I totally agree. Um, you know, uh, starting the, the year with a bang, I mean, the Euros with a bang, really, and <laughs> in, an, in an unfortunate circumstance. Euro um, 2020, by the way, in 2021. Yeah. Why didn't, why, why didn't they just... <sighs> yeah, they, they could have just canceled it, and they should have probably... Probably, like, merged. <laughs> uh, it's just tough, you know, for history's sake. Last year, it was a no-brainer to cancel. This year, with vaccines out, yeah. you'd figure they'd push it through. It's just that they're calling it the 2020 instead of... Oh, why not change the year, you're saying? Yeah. Right. It's just... It, it, yeah, it would be more factual if we put 2021. But for the history of it, it's always an even number. You know, it's two every two years. Um, every four years, sorry. Uh, I'm thinking of the uh, UEFA Nations League now. Um, but yeah, you know, it's one of those things that, you know... It will always be kind of odd in the record books. Like shit, why was this twenty twenty one? You know, yeah. so I guess that's why they did it. Um, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, well, yeah, like you said, uh, it's it started off pretty weird. Um, most notably, uh, Christian Eriksen's uh, scary moment. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Okay. Should we start off with that? Yeah, I wanted to get in. I was going to say it, but I wanted you to introduce the really. Idea. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Finland versus Denmark towards the end of the match, too. Uh, there's a moment where they're in the final third and uh, and the ball's heading towards Eriksson and he kind of stumbles a bit and just collapses onto the floor. Uh, word has it that he had a cardiac arrest. Um, and uh, I... You know, it's a scary moment. You, you don't really... You see that from time to time, and it, you never get used to it. You see players starting to, uh, you know, cry, and then they crowded around him. They were able to call the the medics right away, and uh, fortunately for him, they they did resuscitated him, and uh, they were happened to be next to a hospital, so he was in the best situation for the worst time. Uh, fucking scary though, man. Yeah. That is, it was a scary moment, you know, scary for for the fans, probably even scarier for the teammates and the wife who was also present. That made a lot of, of you know, images and moving images, I'll say, but the most moving image was, you know, him showing signs of life as he's being uh, escorted or not escorted, but taken out of the, the stadium on a stretcher. So thankfully, uh, Erickson lives to see another day, um, which is the most important thing. Now, you know, the after effects of the game, it, it, it was clear that Denmark wasn't in the right state of mind. Um, and I don't know if there is any way of remedying that, you know. If it's played tomorrow, I'm sure they still would have been shook. It, it wouldn't have yeah. maybe made a big difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, UEFA got a lot of flack for, for making them play that same day. I don't know what you thought about that. Well, apparently it, the players had a choice. So it was either finish up the game or play tomorrow. Right, I think it was a behind closed door situation as well. Um, so 
you know, when when you're faced with two shitty options, you can't really do anything about that, really. Yeah, yeah. And and then also in, in UEFA's defense, because a lot of people are antagonizing them as a governing body, uh, some people are saying, you know, just postpone the game. Postpone the game. You, you can't just postpone the game. It's this, a tournament. This isn't a league match. You know, this is not something like, oh, it's it's a little bit too snowy in Villa today. Let's let's come back in a week. It's not like that. You know, it's a, it's like you said, it's a cup. It's a tournament. These games matter. And it was a very unfortunate circumstance. I get that. So rare, yeah. too. But, um, I know, mean, the game has to be okay. played. So, yeah. And, okay, it's going to sound shitty of me because it's, Obviously not apples to apples, but it's similar. A, a p- player breaks his leg. What do you do? If a player becomes indisposed during the match, like he, like I said, break his leg. Yeah. You know, some kind of disgusting injury. They don't stop the match and postpone it or or move the game. You the show goes on, right? Yeah. Whether you're down one man or whether you're you're able to make a sub, you. It sucks, sucks to say, but I think the game had to go on. Yeah, it was. It had to. It's and I don't. I I'm not gonna equate life and death to a broken leg. Um, it, it's still distressing for the teammates, but again, you have to keep playing, and it's a tournament, man. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think UEFA is the villain on it. I mean, they already made their money from ticket sales, yeah. so it's not. But there is there is also people trying to vilify them on on the fact that the, the tournament's even being played, you know the the players in their eyes haven't gotten the most rest and you know in turn maybe these injuries are more prevalent because of that. This is what the UEFA naysayers are are on about. It's it's really tough and we're seeing this excuse even tossed around in the NBA and and I've been very opposed to that idea. I feel like players play often always. You know, now yeah. because there's a pandemic, people are extra cautious, and I get that, and I totally respect that. But let's not let's not make excuses now, you know, because players were always playing this frequently, always from the beginning of time. You know, uh, there was always international tournaments, season, and then cup cup competition. So I, I don't want to hear it to, to get my Kevin Samuels on. Um, <laughs> and and it's unfortunate that what happened to Erickson. But listen, this this was happening before. You know, Czech Tiote, Muamba. Mark Vibian Foe, I mean, so many players I could name. Obviously, this is a rare instance, but I, I think attributing it strictly to COVID and the fact that the games are being played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's also uh, uh, <coughs> conspiracy sorry. theories connecting COVID to it. Uh, I guess he never had COVID. He never had the vac- that vaccine, and uh, it had nothing to do with it. Uh, but there was, you know, there was a tinfoil hats uh, comments well yeah talking about how it was because he got the vaccine that it, it caused uh the cardiac arrest to occur oh uh, man um i mean there, there's always going to be bullshit thro- thrown around and then there's the other extreme where people are talking about tributes and shit it's like dude he didn't die yeah thankfully yeah. not thankfully not yeah and it's a scary situation but he didn't die and uh i don't know it you see the complete extreme of every uh, of every opinion a little too far to the left a little too far to the right and so on yeah um you know right now waifa is is pretty much the the villain and you know they're going to be pointed to for a lot of vitriol no matter what happens uh you know they already are for the conference league and all this other stuff but you know 
I, I think we should just look at the, the silver lining and the bright side and that Erickson is still healthy. Uh, I hope he looks re- looks really serious into his condition and doesn't maybe, you know, decide to come back and then further put him, his life in danger, you know. Uh, as much as a, great, as a great of a player he is and I love watching him play, that's scary as fuck, man. Like you're gonna have you're gonna have to have balls to come back and play this game again. Yeah, there's always gonna be that mental aspect. <clears throat> like if you if you go a little too hard, that it might happen again. You yeah, know? and that's fucking and, scary. And hopefully it was just like an outlier, just this freak occurrence, because that does happen. But <sighs> yeah, very rarely. Uh, yeah, I I don't know if it's a pre-existing thing. Uh, I mean, he's been a professional for for a very long time now. So yeah, yeah. I oh. mean, when you have an enlarged heart, for example, that's that's actually a common. A common occurrence, I'm not a common occurrence, but it's a reason why, you know, medics tell you not to continue with the sport or things like that. There's certain players that have that. Now, is Erickson somebody who has that? Well, the details haven't been put out yet, but I'll be interesting to I'll be interested to see what the medical diagnosis was, because I find that hard to believe, man. Like you're a fit athlete, you know, you look relatively healthy. It'll be interesting to see what the the doctors, you know, concur on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And maybe it's not a, none, it's none of our business, but this is so rare. And for it to happen to the best player on the team, the guy who takes the penalties, the guy who scores the free kicks, the guy who creates the play. We're talking about a Danish legend, by the way. This guy, what a player. You know, his time at Spurs was exemplary. And I think I'll say one of the best Scandinavians to play in the league. Up there with some really big names, by the way. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, uh, I'm glad glad to see him good, and I hope, like I said, I hope he takes care of himself. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so, so yeah. Um, uh, do you want to run through the scores now, or should we, you know, talk about different things and then get into the scores? Yeah, we should just wait on the scores. I think. Yeah. So, another talking point, and this shit really bothered me, because uh, ESPN is the only one hosting the the, the Euros on TV. Uh, ESPN Plus, there's this multi-view bullshit, and uh, right now we have the the Switzerland-Italy game, Uh, but before I get into that, before it, there was, I was watching Italy versus uh, Turkey, and on the multi-view, it was just a a camera view of uh, Mancini and the coach of Turkey. Mancini, by the way, man, the man has impeccable style. Oh, dude! Yeah, dating, yeah, dating back to forever. And I, I kind of, I'm kind of rooting for Italy a little bit just because of Mancini. Honestly, Man, the, love the, him. The the gray uh, Armani jacket with the with the black pants, white hair, sky blue eyes. I mean, what, fuck, what, white shirt, man, very classy. Classiest coach, I'd say, in terms of appearance, and mannerisms. Uh, he, he's, <laughs> he's a hothead. <laughs> As are many Italians. Yeah, he's Italian. But anyway, uh, yeah. So it was just a view of the two coaches. And an overhead view, like a, a long ways, not not the, not the traditional way we see from the sideline, but it was from the touchline, and it was, fuck, it was terrible. It was so bad. You couldn't you you couldn't tell what player was was who. They looked like little fucking ants, and uh, and now they have this shit where it's it's a it's the view, for the game that we're watching. It's the view of the traditional view that we have, the long ways view. And then two cameras of, I guess, select players at any given moment. <sighs> the fuck are they thinking? This uh, is an idea, guys, situation. Yeah. I think they're trying too hard to be different. Yeah. 
I mean, football is one of those things that you don't have to fix. It's it's damn near perfect. It's, for me, one of my favorite sports. Keep it on the, the proper angle. Watch the game traditionally. Yeah. This ain't FIFA, you know? <laughs> you don't, you don't just, like, fuck with the camera angles like that, man. I uh, Rookie mistake by ESPN, and it's expected as they're, I think, in terms of the major sports networks, they're the most behind on the proper way to display football. They try to Americanize it. This is something that may be more common in, like... I don't know, American football or, you know, NASCAR, different things like that. This is not for football. And I mean, soccer for Americans. So, yeah, I, I agree, yeah, man. Yeah, multi shit is, is whack. And then you have, like, crazy uh, crazy takes from, from uh, um, the dude, Stephen A. Smith. Esteban. He, he has a segment talking about football. You're like, come on, man. Come on, dog. Like, you Stay you don't know about life. it. Don't don't act like you care or, or watch it. It's fine if you don't. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. You don't have to have an opinion. Like, that's the thing about the talking heads on ESPN is uh, they have a, an opinion about everything. It's like, there's no way. There's no way you have enough bandwidth throughout the day to actually pay attention and give a nuanced opinion about Stephen this shit. Stephen A., there's no way in hell you know who Patrick Schick is. You don't play FIFA. You don't stay up till 11... 30 play with the four and a half star team in Bayer Leverkusen and, and captain the line with Schick. You don't know that. You don't know where he's from. You, know, you didn't even know he was from Croatia. I mean, sorry, from Czech Republic before he called that great goal, by the way, from the midfield. What a player. Yeah, he, it was a great goal and he diminished it to a goalkeeper. Make it, it was, yeah, it became a howler all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's the problem. Like, what's so hard about shooting my boy Ale Moreno 10K? Have him come on. He actually knows the game. Taylor Twelman. <sighs> Well, Alexi Lo- well, Alexi Lalas is Fox Deport- that, Deportes. That, that's uh, generous of you to say about Ale Moreno. Oh, what what a what a pundit, by the way. And you know what? <laughs> I, I enjoy. I rather hear him because he's been there. He's played it. Sure. I I, I prefer mm-hmm. that than Stephen A. Clearly, but yeah. But I know Ale Moreno is kind of on his high horse. Uh, he's a little cocky. I I get it, man. He kind of does rub me the wrong way sometimes too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> To have Stephen A. shitting on on a great goal, I I don't know. I'm not. Again, you don't have to have an opinion on it. You don't. You don't know the sport. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You don't have to know everything. Yeah, yes. I I respect you more if you just didn't say anything. A lot of people like. Well, why don't they talk about soccer more? Well, that's why, because they don't know about it. And I'm okay. I, I don't want. I don't want bad. Bad visuals and bad opinions, versus none. I'd rather have none, no bad opinions and no bad visuals. If you're gonna show football, show the beauty, beautiful part about it, or, or defer to somebody else. I got you an have, idea. Have a uh, Stephen A. Uh, uh, defer to oh, uh, I don't know Frank Frank DeBuff. You know, say something about oh, this play or something yeah, like that. I don't like that guy. I, I know. I just like came up. No, with no, the no. Name. I was gonna say, and I know he works for a completely different network, but the most I feel like a very palatable former U.S. player for. ESPN would be Tim Howard for me. I, I think he's been one of the better pundits for Fox Sports. I like him. Or I think CBS. Um, yeah, I, I think he'd be he'd do bits. If not, you could hire the the cool dude, uh, Clint Dempsey, as well. But uh, I mean, any, <laughs> yeah. anybody, bro. Like, there's so many there's so many great heads, but you give it to Stephen A. Who even his basketball takes are shit. I mean, <laughs> they're sometimes good, and it's usually the obvious stuff. Um, yeah, man. I I don't really like Stephen A. I'm a Skip Bayless guy through and through, but. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, back to the but, topic. But yeah, um, so yeah, ESPN is really fucking up their their presentation of of the Euros. I mean, it's it's making it very difficult to watch. 
thankfully there are there are alternatives like do Teudene. Oh yeah, I um, like them. Yeah, they're cool. You know, that's Spanish. Even but, though they you know. hate on the U.S., but yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is <laughs> they're they're able to be objective because you know it's their a, viewership. It's yeah. the uh, European competition, and there's no Mexico bias or U.S. Uh, U.S. Uh, well, you know they're gonna have a little bias for Spain though. Yeah, you think so? I think so. They yeah. sp- they they speak the, the 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 mother tongue. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. There are a lot of Mexicans that have like a. <laughs> like a, some sort of weird complex Aww. of uh, Spain. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, anyway, that's that's, all, that's, that's, that's for the geopolitical topic. pod. Yeah, I know. I find myself saying that too much. Ah, uh, sorry, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll cut that down. No, <laughs> I, I meant myself personally. <laughs> I know I say it a lot too, though. But uh, what else is there? What else? What else has happened? Um. Oh, and like following following the the Denmark uh, uh, Ericsson situation, uh, Timothy Costagne from uh, from right. Belgium, yeah, totally fucked up his uh his, his eye socket. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it shattered. Yeah, apparently if it was a little more uh, to the right or upwards or something, he lose his vision and never be able to play again or something like that. Yeah. So uh, he had surgery to repair that. I think he's doing good. So yeah. that's two players from Belgium that uh, have a major, uh, major uh, facial fracture, facial <laughs> facial injuries. Yeah, um, you know, in a span of like two weeks too. That's pretty impressive. Um, you know, it's it happens. It's a for people that say soccer is a soft sport. They sure have some crazy injuries here and there. Um, you know, so. I, I'm hoping for a speedy recovery for both Castain and, and Kevin De Bruyne, who is on the end of his recovery, I believe. He should be playing soon. And, yeah, man, um, you know, Lukaku, he gets his brace. I know we'll cover on this later, but since we're just touching on the first week, what were some players that stood out for you um, in particular? Maybe surprised you or maybe it was expected, but so far, like, a good start for the match. Although I, you're I, as-, as far as players, I, no one really comes to mind. Um, I will say... As a collective, Italy have shut me up. I'm gonna eat my crow. I, st- I don't think they'll still. I still don't think they'll win. No, no, hell just because they're not. Down low. There's just that. better teams, is what I'll say. But collectively, man, uh, they ran through Turkey, dominated. That midfield of of Italy is so good right now. The best in in Europe, I think. You think so? I I looked at it the other day and I was like. Italy's weakness is their defense. Their attack is decent, but their midfield is OP. You have Jorginho, Locatelli, Verratti. Well, it's very, uh, it's very press resistant. It's and just the, skilled. And man. the area, and the era that we're in right now, where pressing is is the main is one of the main tactics, uh, defensively especially. Um, having a midfield like that is a luxury. Yeah, yeah, and and everybody's primed right now. Everybody's good. Nobody's too old. Nobody's too young. It's a very very level and talented um, midfield. And you'll see today the goal's coming up shortly, not to spoil it, but Locatelli. He's is a player that's been rumored for almost a year or two now with City, but um, Pep seems to be a big fan of his. Just a really good player, man, can pick a pass. His game reminds me a lot of Bruno, Bruno Fernandez in a way. Just a different type of swag, though. This is a guy that came up in Serie A, different type of league, different type of pace. 
a lot of people thought that he wouldn't ball out, but I think he's been the most impressive player. Bruno played in Serie A. Oh, that's right. Was it Udinese? Sampdoria. Oh, Sampdoria. And he, you know, it's funny. He plays at Sassuolo, so a similar level uh, Italian club. So yeah, I mean, this guy's gonna go for a so lot of money. Maybe, maybe it's not necessarily a retirement league. Ah, maybe it's, it's not the European MLS. Well, you know what's funny is that the MLS is almost uh, like a development league now with the players that are crossing well, over. That's that's not a bad. Uh, but there, there's a quote from Iguain. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you oh, off. Oh, I saw you. I saw you. Yeah, Iguain thought he could go and just show up. You know, I think he. I think he's like could smoke. Play a game, score goals, and that's it. He's like, but nah, these guys, yeah, these guys are physical. They're out there running. This is not easy. Yeah. Um. Maybe he's kind of downplaying himself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, because he is out of shape. But I think I think there there's more truth to the fact that it's a it's a very physical league. I mean, you just okay. got to look at the at yeah. the at the players that are being developed these days. Yeah. No. I. I mean, I agree totally. With what he's saying, it's just the, the league's at, at a different level now. Uh, there's for every great you know player over thirty they have now they have like five solid like under twenty threes, who are are athletes. Man, one thing that America does do well is they create athletes. Now finally yeah. get, getting them to have technicality, that's gonna that's what's gonna take you know us to the next level. And I think with football you have to develop the technique, mm-hmm. the the endurance and and the IQ before you develop. The physical stuff. The physical stuff you can get. Yeah. To, to an extent. To an extent. Obviously, obviously, genetics plays a huge part in it. and you The know, level of nutrition, too, you know, which we nutrition. have good access here in the yeah, U.S. Exactly. compared to most no, countries. No one's, obviously, no one's starving here. Uh, uh, damn. He calling us fat, y'all. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so, so, yeah, you have to develop that first. And I think with America, we're so obsessed with... We're we're so impressed by our athletes, you know. I'm not gonna talk shit, but in the NBA, how many stories do you hear about? Oh, he didn't start playing basketball till he was 16, 17. Oh, he was a he was a swimmer till he was 18. He's like Tim Duncan. You yeah. just described Tim Duncan. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm talking about. One of the best <laughs> players of all time. You gonna tell me that a football player started playing football at 18? Damn. Or 16? Shit. No, that doesn't. That me. never happens. Um, you know, an impressive athlete like Ocho Cinco was run out of the park. In boxing? No, in uh, in Kansas oh, City. Football, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot so, about that. Yeah. yeah, dude. So, you know, football is not. It's not necessarily a physical sport, and I think a lot of people. That's why a lot of people don't like it. I mean, we're we're watching uh, Italy versus uh, Switzerland. Yeah. You know, tell me, Immobile, uh, Granite Shaka are impressive athletes. Maybe Mobile because he's a little older and he, yeah. he looks great. But Granit Xhaka, uh, not fast, not strong. But how many athletes in the U.S. have the same stat level of stamina these players, though? So I think they're, they're athletes in a different sense. I think they're, they're more refined, but in the U.S., it's a very power-based you know, everybody's explosive. Explosive. Everybody wants to measure your vert, your forty-yard dash. That's not a thing in Europe, bro. That doesn't matter. To an extent, it does. But you know, in the U.S., we're so obsessed with numbers and like you know, it's like a track competition. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. We're so impressed by like records. And, yeah, and, records. And exactly. Athleticism. Like whereas like in Europe, there maybe like it's a different type of athleticism. It's like Kante having a stupid, you know, fucking like stamina, you know, and can run everywhere. And 
So it's it's crazy, you know. It is it is, but the level has definitely risen, and I think Iguain and a lot of players are gonna are gonna realize that, you know. I'm sure Chicharito realized that too, and he started getting serious about his shit. Maybe he earned himself a call up for the Gold Cup, which is a thing right now. They're saying he's gonna get called up for sure. I thought he really did. I thought he did get the call up. Oh well, yeah, like preliminary, but like you know, the final the final lineup hasn't, or the final roster hasn't been for sure. Who else are they gonna fucking call? <laughs> um, it's like come uh, on, like trophies. Uh, Alan Pulido, I don't know. Pulido's good. He's a good shout. He could warm the bench for Cheech. Ooh, nice turn, Shakiri. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I don't like that pass though. Dude is fucking jacked though, huh? He's jacked at five foot two. Ah. Uh, <laughs> shit! He even put his head down. <laughs> He's nah, like, nah. but yeah, man. Um, uh, is there anything else that happened in your? Well, you picked your player. Did you, Did you say who it was? My player, no. Oh, there's no one in particular. No one in particular huh? that's been impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh, just Just Italy as a whole have have uh, shut me up. Yeah, I mean, the player that impressed me the most was I think I mentioned him already, Locatelli. But other other few other names, Alexander Isak, despite losing against Spain, he was he was a really good threat against them. Mm-hmm. A boring game, by the way, but he was the the silver the silver lining on, on that you know Sweden squad. And then Mbappe had a game. Mbappe, he's okay. Lukaku, well, what do, what else do you want me to say? Mbappe played better than Lukaku. Don't let me tell you otherwise, though. Um. Well, Lukaku scored two. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, could have had three. He he had he had he had goals. You know, it, it's hard to measure and and compare right now. It's so early, but I think Mbappe is solid. And you know, had he not been offside, that's a brilliant goal. But he was offside, and you know, mm-hmm. almost ain't good enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he also uh, fed uh, Benzema's almost goal too. Yeah, and 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 again, it's almost right. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think I know. I think Mbappe for me is the best player on that team. When you know when he's in the game and when he isn't locked up by by a proper you know wing back or right back um but yeah i mean mbappe's been good i had somebody else on my mind ah i'm forgetting now oh patrick schick how can i forget i thought he i mean besides the goal he scored from midfield i mean he's impressing me because he's like you know i really wish Haaland was in this tournament but he's like the closest thing we have to Haaland in terms of just being a physical striker that can score goals um, yeah, man, one for the future for you sure. You just described Lukaku. Well, I mean, th- those are, that's a very vague description that I just gave. You know, there's maybe like five players that can that can do that at a top level with that kind of build. But um, how do you feel about England? Oh well, I, I like them a lot. Phil Foden had a nice cameo. Uh, Sterling <laughs> gets a very like easy goal, and he almost even bottled it, but luckily it went under the keeper's legs. For me, um, you know, England have a very strong team, energetic team. Calvin Phillips was amazing. He was really a box-to-box, but he spent a lot of time in, in the, the the final third, and he actually ended up picking up the, the assist, like, just on the edge of the box. Uh, so I, I really like that England team, man. They're, they're a lot different from the last Euros, from that, the World Cup, you know. That, that. Calvin phillips Declan rice combination, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, and Declan is the one who's really, like, the glue in, in disbanding passes, regaining possession and then just shooting that to whether it be um you know calvin phillips or even you know sterling kane grealish you know 
And they're saying Grealish is going to start the next game, so I really want to see that. But, yeah, I like England a lot, man. For me, they're they're for sure shouts for the final three. I mean, the final four. I don't know who's going to win it from there, but, yeah, they're a really fun team to watch. A good bench, too, by the way. They sub oh, on, and then deep. it's like they're all talented. You know? Yeah. Oh, oh, he didn't start? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, But a lot of those lower teams... Like Hungary, Turkey, 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 man, they're a disappointment. Cause they, they, yeah, they, they 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 catfished us in the friendlies, <laughs> straight up. Yeah, uh, I don't know. They're they're just not. Well, yeah, it's like you swipe you swipe on 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 a really hot chick on a dating site, and then you finally meet them, and you're like. I don't really see it, you know. And, and, and the friendlies were were the the image that looked you like. You find shit. yourself looking at your yeah. phone at, on the app, and then you look at her, and then you're like, Ah, uh, ah, uh, come on, this can't be it. Did I order this on the Wish app? Uh, nah, I'm joking, guys. But um, yeah, it, it's Turkey catfish this man. I I had them as a dark horse, but really they're they're more like a dark donkey because they're not fucking performing, and uh, rightfully so, man. They're getting beat. They lost today again. And yeah, things are looking bleak for them. But we'll we'll touch on that in a little bit. Well, yeah, they're yeah. Well, we'll yeah, we'll we'll shit on them a little bit later. Um, anything else notable? Notable from the Euros in particular? Yeah. Nah, man. I think uh, I think that covered everything. Another tournament started. Copa America. Copa America. Oh yeah. yeah. It was like gonna start, then it wasn't gonna start, then. It started start a day late, I think, right? Yeah. Supposed to start on Friday, and it started on Saturday? Yeah. Supposed to start in uh, <laughs> uh, Chile? No, Argentina? Yeah, and then they changed it to Brazil. And they changed it to Brazil. And, and no fans are allowed right now, which is kind of shitty. That's a fucking tournament. It's yeah. an international tournament, no fans are allowed. Yeah. That's, that's half tough. the fucking tournament. Well, yeah, for sure. It, it was weird. It was weird, for sure. Like, Messi hits a free kick. You know, the, the stadium is going stupid. Nobody's there. It's just like, oh, okay, practice set piece, you know. Yeah, right then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> practice set piece, yeah. Yeah, while, while Ronaldo scores a fucking tap-in and he's getting a whole fucking stadium full of merchants fucking singing his name. No, I'm not salty. I, I just... Was it a tap-in? Ah, tapatio, papa. <laughs> you already know. If it's not that, it's penaldo, so... Well, he scored a penalty and then he scored ah. a wonderful goal. <laughs> nah, he, he hell of a player, hell of a player. Yeah. I'm just shitting. And I have Portugal as my Euro winner, so I'm happy. And I was just telling Amokar yesterday, like, how crazy would it be for Ronaldo to get a golden boot in possibly his last Euro? We need to get Amokar on. I know he doesn't feel confident about his knowledge. No, I'm going to bring him on. But that's not what this day. show is about. I know, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I am going to get him on. I just need to convince him maybe a, a just 10% get, fee, you know, sign-on fee. I don't know. Get get a permission slip from his girl. And, oh, that too, yeah. That yeah. too. Well, well, we'll work it out. We'll, <laughs> we'll get him out here. I know he has a lot of good opinions on Arsenal too. So he, he follows them a lot cl- more closely than I do. So that's something good to get, pick up on. But, um, but yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, it start off with Brazil ho- um, hosting uh, Venezuela. I got to say that uh, Venezuela had nothing to offer. Most of their team is in COVID protocols. Yeah, like I know. almost half, yeah. Uh, but it, it made, uh, to, in my opinion, it made Brazil walk through the motions rather than be engaged and, and giving their, their all. Neymar was sleepwalking. 
Casemiro. Gabriel Jesus. Every, nobody, nobody was turned on. Uh, Everybody was just... You apparently, know. like, a lot of the players are shook with the COVID stuff, too. Like, they don't even want to participate. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's so so weird. I don't know why they forced it to happen. Honest. I, I don't know. But, yeah, Brazil ran through Venezuela. Easy as you like. Easy as you like, yeah. They're lucky Rondon wasn't on the pitch. Fucking hell. <laughs> or Joseph Martinez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Militao must have been happy. Uh, Militao, man. And there was a good rivalry. Uh, Argentina versus Chile. Chile and Friday, man. Argentina. No, no. It's, it's not Argentina, Uruguay, is it? Am I bugging? Are you? I think. I know Uruguay is for sure, but I forget who. And I think I, it is Argentina, Uruguay, by the way. If I'm wrong, you can slap me right now. But, um. Oh, no need for that. Ah. Uh, yeah, why would we do that? Right, right then. But yeah, uh, Messi gets a beautiful free kick as he as he does per use. Yeah, yeah. But they just don't know how to put down fucking. Yeah, they can never kill off Chile historically. Somehow. I mean, Chile play. They don't play like great football, but they play a very like, like a passionate football. They fight every ball. Remind me a lot of Mexico at times, you know, just like fighting every fucking ball with like super crazy passion. Whereas Argentina, Brazil sometimes looks like they can't be arsed. And um, yeah, man, I I think um, it's really hard to pick a favorite right now in Copa America. Brazil looked whatever. So did Argentina. Those are the two favorites. And then Uruguay, it's really theirs for the taking. Damn, tomorrow's Brazil versus Peru. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I think that should be cake, though, right, for Brazil. Nah, man. Well, the thing is, no no game is cake in Copa America, and I think that's what we found out so far. Every team plays really hard. And, yeah, Friday, you're right. Argentina versus Uruguay. Oh, okay, cool. Fuck. Damn, what a match. I thought you were going to slap me. But, uh, yeah, yeah, well, that's going to be a good one, man. I've been looking forward to that. That's, that's why I really want to watch that one. Um, I don't know, man. Thirsty Merchant? Ah. Maybe. Maybe. Ah. I'm stroking my, my chin right now. Yeah, it's like, huh. Bueno, una cinco, siete botellas de champán. <laughs> ah, fucking. And we will get drunk. We will get drunk. <laughs> yeah, Pablo Sabareta. But, um, yeah, man, honestly, that's going to be a belter. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, the Copa America just doesn't feel like it means anything right now. The Euros, it's... It, it looks like the, the 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 optics are great. You know, it, it looks like it's a proper tournament. Copa America, like you said, feels like I don't know. It's <laughs> well, like it's, it's like when you have a wink to a video you've seen twenty times. It yeah. doesn't do anything for you. You just kind of did it out of responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And just being accountable, you know. Yeah, it's just kind of I don't know. Yeah, no, it's it doesn't hit. It reminds me a lot of like because I watch sometimes highlights of the NBA bubble, and it was cool, but like no fans there just makes it shit. Like truthfully, and that's how I feel about Copa America, and that's how I felt about much of the league this year. So man, you know, the sooner we can get fans in, as long as it's healthy, I'd love to see it because it's it's a big part of the game. Well, that's, the leadership in those countries has been questionable to say the least. Where like in uh, oh oh yeah yeah in South, in South America? America for sure yeah. for sure so, you know you know that that leads it to Bolsonaro. still be that way yeah what a fucking twat man he didn't believe in COVID for the first like five months he's like no no it's just a flu 
you guys will get over it. Now, like, Brazil has one of the craziest death rates out of all developed countries and shit. Really? Yeah, yeah. They just didn't, they didn't take it serious, man. And, and that's why they're still going through the issue right now, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, man, we'll see. I mean, obviously, Gold Cup is coming in, like, about three weeks or so. So that's going to be somewhat cool. I mean, like I said, not an A team for, for the U.S., but I still think our B team is not terrible, you know? Um, but when they don't win, it's going to be number the, the number one reason. Well, it's, it's a realistic reason, you know? It's, like, it's not an excuse. It's a reality, I'd say. Because if, if we're beating anybody's A team with a B team, then... I think there's there's a lot of reflecting that the, the rest of CONCACAF would have to do. No. No shame in that. No. Not for those teams. No, but it'd be the first time ever. Historically, the the U.S. has not been able to put out a B team and beat other A teams. Maybe, maybe like, yeah, Nicaragua, Honduras. But I'm saying, like, if we went out and beat Mexico with our B team, shit, But man. Mexico's not taking their A team either. Well, they're taking most of them from what I've understood so far. There's maybe a few because there, there's less players playing in Europe. Right. And and that's also going to depend on what, what the European clubs decide. Now, for me as a U.S. fan, would I prefer them to play or go with their clubs? Truthfully, I'd rather them go with their clubs. Really? Yeah, because um, it's that's more important. the leagues don't start till August. No, I know, but the, the preseason camps do and the preseason friendlies. So, I mean, for the thing is the U.S. players, with the exception of Pulisic and McKinney, nobody's comfortable at their team. Even Pulisic to an extent, but that's Chelsea. It's different levels. But, like, every every player needs to fight for their spot. They can't just kind of rely on it. Um, you know, even Serginho Dest and all these players. So, And also, there's just the uh, contractual thing, too. Like, you don't want to get injured in, in, a, in a tournament when you have to go back to your club and it's of high value. Yeah, Coca-Cola is known for. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot of uh, the European clubs are hesitant to even let some of these players come for the Nations League. But thankfully, it's a few months prior. But the Gold Cup, once it finishes, it'll be near August, like you said. And that's very close. It's cutting it close. But Well, the last thing that they'll need to worry about is fitness. They're proper fit birds. Yeah, hummingbirds. <laughs> you know, they, they're just all over the place. It's, it's a good chance for a lot of the MLSers to shine, though. You know, your Matt Turners, um, you know, your Giassi Zardes's, even though he might not even get the call anymore. Daryl DK from Orlando City. Um, so yeah, man, I, I will be still watching it though. It's a developmental thing, you know, Brendan Aronson might get a chance to come by the way. He's the only guy that from Europe that might get a chance. And I think he's a factor by the way. Look for him to go somewhere in the Bundesliga or the Premier League soon. That's what the rumors are saying. Right on. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about Uruguay. Uh, we gotta, we gotta mention this. Well, I do, I do. Cause this guy... Well, he's crazy, but his his actual nickname is a loco. Yeah, Talk yeah. Talk about uh, a loco Abreu. Yeah, yeah. He finally retires. This guy is uh, 44 years old. Mm-hmm. Has played for 31 clubs. Right. El Salvador, he played in El Salvador a few seasons, too. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Dude's just been everywhere. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I want to say that there's, like, a story about him playing for, like, some cartel member or, like, Oh really? Yeah. Like there's some drug story in there somewhere. For sure, I wouldn't. I'm doubt sure it. I've he heard did play in, in Liga Mekis too, no? He did. Yeah. Yeah, and he's played everywhere. He's fucking 31 clubs. Yeah. And he was actually a good player. Decent. Yeah. yeah he decent. was a good player for for a moment. And decent, yeah. uh, he's not touching Forlan, but yeah. Well, for Forlan, uh, 
That's a f- that guy's different. That dude. guy, that guy, yeah, sure. Uh, history's uh, history's been very kind to him. Whoa, overly kind, if you ask me. Yeah, that's the thing, though. I think Abreu was a great story, but you know, let's be honest. And he wasn't a good player. He man. wasn't like yeah, he, was he wasn't on that level. Nah. He's not Luis Suarez or Cavani. Yeah, he's more like uh, Jackson Martinez. You know, Carlos Baca, maybe. Sure. On his best day. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, I just remember the, the, do you remember the Ghana, the Uruguay versus Ghana game in World Cup 20, 2010? I sure uh, do. Ghana has, has a chance at goal and Luis Suarez swats it out. One of the craziest matches I've seen, man. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, it was crazy. Watching it live was stupid. I remember being a kid and my mom would also watch by it too and she'd be like, what the heck? It's crazy. Yeah. Handballs and everything. You know what's crazy? Like, personally, there's a story. So, um, at my my uncle, who's a raging alcoholic, yeah. he uh, he was, like, sick. Uh-huh. And at, at the moment, you know, we didn't know exactly. Like, we just thought he had, like, a cold or something, like a fever. Yeah. Like, he was just being, he was just weird that day, but he was, you know, drinking. And he, and he was telling my dad. When this was occurring, so Suarez had the he swatted out the ball. Yeah, he got and sent they're, off. They're going off to, uh, to to take the penalty. Ghana is, and uh, my my uh, my uncle's like like he tells my dad he's like bro why are you like why are you excited he's just, yeah. like I already we already saw this remember we saw this earlier and my dad's like what are you talking about like ah uh, no that's and crazy then, and my my uncle's like yeah dude he blocks the ball uh, like the, the, like he doesn't score right now and my dad's like what. And sure enough, Ghana misses it. Yeah. Or it gets blocked, right? I, I want to say he skied it. Something like that, though. I think I think it was blocked. You I'm not sure. Right. Either way, either way. They don't score. And it goes to penalties. Yeah, yeah. And uh, up comes up Loco Abreu. Yeah. Chips it. Fucking Panenka's. Panenka, yeah. Penalty going, uh, going into the semifinal, I think it was. Yeah. And... Dude, you, you see everybody running. You see Cavani all young and shit. Yeah, young Luis Suarez, young Suarez just embracing yeah. him. And all these players. Uh, Godin was there. All young. young Godin, still yeah. has a hairline. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it was, it was crazy Musleta, to see. the keeper. I don't know if you remember Musleta. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, playing in Turkey right now. Yeah. I, I remember in that team now. Like, fuck. That was a good, that was a good team. team. Very good that team. That was a good team. Yeah. Young, too. Like, who would have thought, like, the next decade would have panned out the way it did for them? And, and Uruguay has been consistently pretty good. Producing pretty good players. Yeah, just never in big depth, but but never, that like, lineup is not always nice. Never o- overwhelmingly good, but good enough. It's crazy. Like fun stat, I, I, you guys might know this, but Uruguay has the most Copa America wins than any, any other nation. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, fifteen. The next is Argentina with fourteen. So that's what I'm saying. This Friday is gonna be a fucking belter, man. There's a lot of like animosity between these two clubs, and, and they hate each other. Like yeah. those countries. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny? It's like they're very similar in the end. So similar. I used to play with this guy, uh, this, uh, not officially, but we would go play pickup every Friday. And uh, he was from Uruguay. And when he would ask for the ball, he'd be running. He'd be like, ah! 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 like, dude, Jeez. fucking chill. Yeah. Fucking, low he sent the San- Sanchez ass. But uh, anyway, oh, that dude was, he was nice though. Oh, for sure. He was nice. But uh, yeah, man, uh, Argentina, Uruguay, I think we're going to have to. We have to do something, man. It's Friday. It's Friday then. Yeah, it's gonna be a good game. We have to sauce and beer. Sauce and beer. Get uh, well. You know, we'll introduce you to a waitress or two. 
yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I like to talk uh, politics and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ask. <laughs> so we've reviewed the menu and uh, we've decided that we're going to get two two beers. Um, uh, one IPA for him and, uh, uh, and your number. S- oh, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, we just wanted to make sure these <laughs> beers are imported properly and uh, properly taxed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Khaldun Al Mubarak. <laughs> Peace be upon him. <laughs> nah, but yeah, man. Hey, we got some good ones, man. What else? <laughs> That's it for international tournaments. I'm sorry to all the Asian American followers, listeners. Yeah, we don't really watch that too much. Takefusa uh, Kubo scored a, a four nutmeg goal. Nice. What a player. Yeah, what a player. And um, I guess another news, uh, Gianluigi Buffon. Age 43? 42? Yeah, he's up there. He's in the 40s, 40s for sure. 40s. Yeah. Uh, it's not retiring. <laughs> yeah. The motherfucker is... <laughs> he's holding on, man. <laughs> I, I would say it's the best position to be that age at. I mean, you're not going to be at your peak performance, but you can you can stretch it there because you're a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. Physically, it's not taxing. Mm-hmm. I'm, sure he, I'm sure he stays fit. I'm sure he's healthy. Yeah. Uh, but he's not retiring. He's not going to the MLS. He's staying in Italy, and he's going back to where it all started. Uh, he's going to Parma. Parma. Yeah, Serie B. Pietro second, div- second division of Italy. Uh, you know, good luck to him. Hey, 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 hey! All he has right. that gabagoo. <laughs> uh, hey, man, respect to him. I feel like he's pushed it too far, though, bro. I personally. think. I I think. You know, as great as he is, as great as he has been, World Cup champion, not quite Champions League champion, league champion. World Cup winner. Legend, for sure. One of the greatest of all time to do it. But my opinion is let it go, man. Yeah. Let one of the younger guys get to go. Yeah. Because you're as great as he is, and as much as he, I'm sure he loves the game, you also got to... Like, for the improvement of your country, if you're about it, yeah, give those guys a chance. Yeah. Because there's no way that they're going to bench him, right? Nah, nah. Save some water for the fishies, man. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot of good young keepers. I feel worse for Salvatore Siguri, or Sirigu, sorry, former PSG keeper. He he was really top, and he never got a chance because Buffon was, was always there, you know? But legendary keeper. He was he was Italian? Yeah, yeah. Sirigu? Salvo- yeah, Sirigu, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, Italian. Oh, but he was never better than Buffon at any point. Um, No, in these last years he was, though. But, you know, I I just feel bad that I'm, it's more of a case of, like, Buffon just happened to exist when he was there. And I always thought he was a solid keeper. It's like, you know, when you have to play behind Neuer, it's like, damn, Ter Stegen should have played a lot of games, but... You know, Neuer just happens to exist. And same for, like, you know, Kevin Trapp and a few other guys. Um, but yeah, man, good for him. And maybe uh, Division Two is where he belongs now. Yeah, and, and I guess that there's there's a bit of a credit that you give him. He's humble enough to recognize that he can't quite play in the top level for mm-hmm. in in Europe. Obviously, doesn't want to leave his home country. And yeah, we love a humble guy, right? I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure it'll do well for for Parma as well. Yeah, they're all about the cheese. Literally. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, another legend, uh, 
Another news of news of a legend, though. This one a little more relevant. Relevant. Um, <sighs> yeah, go ahead. Or you want me to bring it Comunicado up? Oficial. Yeah, Comunicado Oficial. Sergio Ramos. He decidido de irse del Real Madrid. Chiringuito, chiringuito, chiringuito. Exclusiva. <laughs> That's my, my chiringuito um, impression. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Tough. Real Madrid decides not to sign uh, Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos holding on a little too hard, if I have to be honest. But it's become a little too much of a... Um, of a habit for Real Madrid to let go of their legends in such a unsatisfying way. There's there's no easy way to do it, man. I think it, it, I think it's time though. I think it's time. I know you disagree, but I, I'm curious as to where Sergio Ramos is mentally. Does he actually want to play 90 minutes every game? Which I feel like I think the competitor he, he is. He wants to. Is that realistic at Madrid? I don't think it is. I think it is. You, well, no, I mean, if if you get rid of certain center backs, yeah, but I, I don't know if I could say he's a every game player, you know. I think he's still a top top center back. Like you say, every game, no. There's there's games where where maybe you can afford some load management, like a game against Atafe or some game against I don't know Wethka. Yeah, but I think he's he's still good for most of the season. I just don't think he's as fast as he used to be. He's not as strong as he can't jump as high. It's it's normal, bro. It's it's an age thing. It is. It is, and you don't need to be though. No, you you definitely need to be, man. Because if not, players are running past him so easy. I and I think Madrid has caught on to that that quicker. Uh, Well, I can't tell you because he hasn't played for almost a season. So I really I don't even remember. Yeah, no, it's not due to his age. And I you you think he's gonna get better after an injury? I don't think he is. And he was already playing kind of bad prior to it. You know, I, I just, I like what? him. He's a great player, but he's not at the same level he used to be. It's like me saying, oh, Vincent Company should have stayed at City a few more years. Bro, he's not no, the same well, defender. No, he had an obvious drop-off. And I, and, and I know you love him, but I think he has too. Maybe not as obvious as Vincent Company, but there has no, been a drop-off. It's nowhere near the, the same amount of drop-off. Yeah, no, and he hasn't gotten better. Because but if, if that's the level you want Real Madrid at, then that's the level Ra- they're going to be taken at. Ramos, yeah. Ramos was making an obvious difference when he was on the pitch. Not defensively. The, the, the He's team, a great the, set piece asset, I do agree. The team was obviously different when he was on the pitch. Hey man, I I respectfully disagree. I love the 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 essence of him being a captain, being a leader, locker room experience, but I, I think you're kidding yourself if you think he offers what a top center back for a Champions League caliber, challenging for the league every year. I don't I think it's they need Real Madrid would need somebody like Pau Torres, Laporte paired up with somebody and, like Varane or and whoever. that's a and that's a good those are good assets to to get yeah and those and Ramos is a good leader to be to have around those guys to develop them I know and but and do you I think, would love those guys oh for sure I but want those guys they can't play, then both can't happen though you know like like Ramos can't play a lot of games and also still have Laporte there as a, as a little brother or Pau Torres Ah man, I like him a lot, but I I don't know if he's oh, well, at, he's ready for that level anymore. Well, I, I know that Diego Godinez dropped off a lot too. It's it sucks to see, but these guys are oh, amazing. Well, I mean, there there's a there's a stark difference between Godin now and Ramos now. Well, yeah, but they they were they were both at similar levels at one point. In fact, I I thought Diego Godin was a better defender. I thought Sergio Ramos is a better attacking threat, which has always been his thing, by the way. But you know, I, I'm never gonna I'm never gonna like. Interesting. 
Well, I mean, you're a Real Madrid fan, so of course this is not going to go all the way through with you. But I always thought that he's a he's a top center back. His scoring ability is what takes him over the edge. It's okay. not be- necessarily because he's a like a Nemanja Vidic. I don't care Ramos for his attacking ability. It's benefited us a lot, oh, a lot of the time. A but lot, I don't, yeah. But I don't, but I don't look at him as a scoring. Like when I when I see Ramos as a player, I don't see him as a scoring threat. That's like the third or fourth notch that I see to his to his game. And I, and and I see it the other way. I think he's an exemplary attacking threat from a defensive position. The best attacking defender I've ever seen. When it comes to defending, he's he's one of the most rash players I've seen. One of the most violent. The most red cards in Champions League history. I can go on. Good, good defender, but he's not a, a master class of a defender where you're gonna teach classes like you would with Canavaro, Nesta, players like that. It's I don't think that he's, he's that type on that of player. Level. He's uh, definitely and, on that and, level and, and that's what and that's fair for you to believe. I don't believe so. In terms of defending, in terms of if you account his whole game, uh, you know, accumulated, yeah, he's one of the best defenders of all time, but not strictly for his defending. That's just an opinion I have, and I'm sure you'll disagree. Oh yeah, definitely. And telling a Madrid fan that Sergio Ramos isn't the best defender in the world, even today. Well, you know, I mean, well, I mean, you can you can uh, reduce it to that. Yeah, but the, but that's not the reality. Well, I can re- reality with our players. In, in, in your yeah, in your course. opinion, it's not the reality. In your opinion, I no, mean, in I my can opinion, be objective. It is. I can be objective. Objective, of course. I mean, you can you can kind of put me in a corner and put me on my heels and and then just shove that. In my face, oh, you're a Real Madrid player, of course. Yeah, but or a Real Madrid fan, and and that's your faith. But no, I, I can I can tell you that Ramos over the last yeah 15 years, because he's been with the club for 16, has been one of the best defenders every single year. And and yeah, this was a down year for him because of injuries. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think that. I mean, look at look at Thiago for example. He's around the same age, Thiago Silva. Yeah, he made just as much of an impact for Chelsea in a three-man back line. Yeah, not a not a two-man back line because uh, Ramos doesn't have that luxury, and that's another reason why. If it was a three-man back line, then there's something to say there. They can use him. Two two men. S- I don't think still, so. I, I think still like we we can we can talk about tactics, but he's still one of the most influential, one of the most impactful players that defenders in the game today still. Fair enough. I think you're living in the past, but you know that's what past. The nostalgia is 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 valuable. Like how far how far back am when, I? Looking? When was the last time you saw him put in a proper shift? I haven't seen it. When he came back from injury, he I mean, looked he looked can, shit. You can look when he was never he was never a reason for you guys to get a win. He was never that great. He might have scored one goal, which has always been his strong suit as a defender. I, I'm not buying. How it, many man. goals has he scored? To uh, say for you to say that. Oh, well, you like, can save 10, 12 over how many seasons? He scored so a lot. That's not enough. More, than, more than 10, 12, by the way. But that's not his only strength. But I'm saying, like, I mean, today, we're talking about penalties, maybe. Today, I mean, if you think that he's a top defender, I think he more is. power to you, man. But I don't believe that's, so. That's the reality. That's like me saying Piquet's, Piquet is still a top defender. He's not. It's like, it's like, come on, bro. He was three years ago. Not today. Not today. And I'm not saying uh, Piquet's Sergio Ramos are at the same level. That's what you're saying. No, that's exactly. That's actually what you just said. No, no, no. You're, you're now you're twisting up my words. No, you said that's like me saying Piquet 
is still a top defender. Yeah, and that's yeah, and I that's I st- the argument right now think, is that Ramos is a top defender. No, I, I don't I don't agree with you. See, that's where we disagree because I I still think Ramos is better than Piquet, but okay. I'm not gonna say Ramos is a top defender. There's many better defenders today. Now, if you're going off of an exemplary career, totally, I agree. He's up there with the best. That's not what I'm talking about. But today, today, you got to start a starting 11. Sergio Ramos is a liability. And I know that's hard for you to admit. Fair enough. I don't think he's that great anymore. He doesn't get called up to Spain, and there's a reason for that. Well, Trust he, didn't, me. he didn't get called up because of injuries. But the last, oh, man, the last international round, who was the starting defender? Well, I want you to answer that question. Well, yeah, have, has has Spain had a plethora of center back talent like France oh, and like okay. Portugal? No. Oh, okay, so okay, so that's the argument now. Because, no, no, no. Because no. the argument that you're saying today, yeah, there's plenty of better defenders than than Sergio Ramos, man. Well, Laporte, they, they, they have Val Torres. You know, and those guys didn't exist three, four months ago in the last international round? No, no, that, that's a different story. That, Laporte wasn't even nationalized Spanish, first of okay. all. Pau Torres is his first breakout season. You got, like you said, like you're saying for it was Buffon, during, it was during the like season. you're saying for Buffon, you got to give a chance for the new cats. It's time. I don't sure. think, and I don't think and, he's that good anymore. And I anymore. think he's still that good. Uh, and, and that's where we disagree, and I, and I respect that, you're a, you're, and you're a fan of his. I'm not even going to say Real Madrid. You're a fan of Sergio Ramos, so fair enough. I don't think he is, man. And, and I'm seeing it more from a, a perspective from the periphery. You're seeing it from, I think you have your Real Madrid glasses on. Fair enough. I, I can't fault you for that, you know? I, I don't think so. I, I think that, that he's still a top defender. And you can <sighs> say that I have my Real Madrid glasses on, sure. Um, There's just so many great defenders right now that Sergio Ramos isn't in that list. You know, even Van Dyke, who's injured, he's 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 had a much better well, showing in the last few seasons. Well, Van Dyke, that's that's in the few seasons, shit. No, no, Ramos, I'm talking about, I'm talking about Van Dyke's uh, performance, but yeah, that's what I'm talking. That's what I'm saying. Ramos is up there. So, so in your mind, uh, Ramos's career has continuously gone he? up, gone up, and he's gotten better each year and each year. So he's the best right now. That's how you're picturing it. You gotta no, admit. Why after, did I say that? Well, well that's what you're, you're, you're twisting. You're twisting what I'm saying. No, but that's what you're I'm referring. Saying, that's I'm what saying you're referring. he's a top level. Let's not forget he was part of the team so of the season not, the last three, four seasons. You're not ready to admit that, that after 31 he's declined. You don't believe that. So you believe I his, never said that. No. I know. So you believe that his his form has only improved. And I don't agree with that. And that's where we disagree. It's 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 like you have to admit at one point that a player doesn't continuously get better. That's, he might get he might get smarter, of wiser. Course, of course you can't get you you can't see continuous growth year after year. That's and there's just other not cats possible. that are twenty three coming up. Sustainable. And I, yeah. Sustainable. That was, that was good. Joel Kundes, yeah, another young cat Overrated, in the same league. But good. Better than Ramos today. Today. For what you uh, need. But you don't, you don't, that's the thing. You, you can't agree with that. I you don't know? know. And that's respect, like well, I said. I mean, he's a hot name. Well, and he has. And, he, and who was he has a hot name last season? In, in Spain? Uh, or defense, just, d- defensive wise. Um, well, Van Dyke, I mean, obviously. No, I mean, the, the dude from Germany. Uh, from What the fuck is his name? Bayern just signed him. Uh, What's his name? Sule. No, the guy Bayern signed him from uh, Leipzig. Oh, Upamecano. Yeah, and we're shitting on him now. We're not. We're not well, even talking about he's, him. He's he's what 22, 21? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not that, gonna. That, that's the thing. We're, we're we're very fickle about who we consider. So good. do you think a twenty two year old can improve or a thirty two year old can improve more? That's not what the argument's about. Well, that's what it kind of is about because not that's really. my point. That's the point. You're saying that he's a great defender, which he I, is. I, but I think he's still. One of the oh, top going I'm into not, a new season, bro. After saying, those injuries, I think it's a smart move by Real Madrid. He's he's not the same player anymore. I would like to have him, even if he's not going to have a consistent starting role. 
That's Fair all enough. I'm saying. Fair enough. That's and he's, he's the, he was the captain. He's a leader, but you I, know, I think he would be a good, uh, provide good mentorship for and do you for think whoever we get, whether it's Laporte, whether it's Bob Torres, whether it's fucking Kunde, uh, whoever it is. The thing is that he's not demanding uh, 10k a week. You know, he's he's gonna want money for a starting role, and he's not promised that at Real Madrid. So I think they were wise to let him go. Yeah, and that's the problem. Uh, and, maybe and he can I offer something to Sevilla. Or somebody think, like that. I think he deserves whatever he's asking for, strictly because of the of the mentorship he can provide. Now, is it is it a bad decision financially? No, of course not. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend that that uh, that Real Madrid are stupid or that they're fucking evil for letting him go. Ramos overplayed his hand. Uh, I'm not. Uh, before he renewed the last time, he was was telling Real Madrid, "Hey, Manchester United is offering me X amount. So either you guys pay me, or I'm out." And Real Madrid were they kept him. And this time around, it was PSG that he used for leverage. PSG didn't play that game, and Perez took it personal, and he's like, "You did this shit already, motherfucker. I'm not falling for it again." And, uh, and I, I, I can understand. I can understand. From a financial perspective, I can even I can even understand from a sporting perspective. I'm not married to the idea that we have to keep Ramos. But if there's one guy that you want to keep, it's him, or at least, you know, keep keep happy. But you know that's that sports, and I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna lose my fandom over, over losing our, our leader. <laughs> yeah, it's. Man, that's like, just sports. I mean, like I told you, if if you would ask me four years ago, like how great Sergio Ramos was going to be at this age, I didn't think he'd be this good. I didn't think he'd still be playing for Madrid. To be fair, I thought he would have left sooner. But you know, it's just you know, I think nobody should be spending that type of money on a center back of that age. I know he offers all good things come to an end, my friend. Yeah, and that's the truth. And like I had to face that with Aguero, different circumstance. But I'm saying like a legend, been there for almost a decade. You know, blah, 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 but you know, it, it's the truth. And, and you know, when a player is not as at his best anymore and your team aspires to be at the best, it, you have to cut ties. And I hope this is a good uh, chance for Madrid to sign somebody, you know, sharp to take that position. I think Militao is going to be sharp. I think uh, Varane, if he stays, can still be a pivotal force. And maybe if they sign Pau Torres or Laporte, that's a good trifecta of center backs to rotate. And, you know, I don't think Real Madrid has the luxury right now to still keep Sergio Ramos, even as a mentor, even as a, like, every other third game play type of guy. Because he's going to want he's gonna want to get paid. He's a legend, you know. But Yeah, where's this idea that, and this is only in football, but where's this idea that old footballers think they're worth more than they, than they really are? I, and that's the problem. Like, you have to look at them for shelf value. You're going to have to look at them like his name is not Sergio Ramos, like he's a 22-year-old. And it's like, it's very to sound very American. Time is 40, see how much how strong he is, how long he can run for. And Sergio Ramos today maybe can't match the, the heights that he was hitting before. So why am I going to pay 50K a week or whatever the, the wage he wanted was for a guy that, that can do that for less money? You know, it's a business thing. And I think both parties agreed. And, and maybe Ramadir was like, listen, we can't pay you that. Go get paid, dog. You deserve it. We can't do it. Not only because of financial straits, but it's just that money is spent better somewhere else, I think. I think there's just cats that are more physically able that can create a culture at Madrid. It's like the, the turning of a new page. It's a new chapter. 
y, y it's, uh, it's, they need una nueva plantel completa. And they're kind of getting there. Benzema will be the next guy. That's going to hurt. But that's like two years, three years. Who knows? But it's the truth, man. It's like a rebuilding stage, you know? And I'd be excited if I was a Madrid fan. I know it's hard to say after you lose one of the most historic players for your club, but it's like the yeah, flipping he, of a new page. He's one of those players where if you got his jersey, it wouldn't bother you. Like, like for me, if I were to get like a, I don't know, like a Hazard shirt, oh, nah, I'm like, that. fuck, this, this. Like a Di Maria Like if shirt. someone gave you a gift as a Hazard shirt, you're like, fuck, man. Like I like, I like Hazard. He's a great player, but fuck, man. I don't, <laughs> or I don't know, Vinicius even, you know, he's like, shit. Like, yeah. All right, Ramos, Ramos, he's like Benzema, that, Ramos, Ramos, Marcelo, those yeah, those guys those are guys, legends. You yeah, can rock exactly. That. You'll feel comfortable. Yeah, you're you're good with that. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one for sure. He's a talisman. He's a leader. One of the greatest Real Madrid players of all time. One of the one of the greatest players of all time. And uh, you know we'll we'll see how things progress and who we replace him with. Yeah. I, I know Florentino wouldn't let him go. If he didn't have something on the docket, he's gonna yeah he's gonna need to he's gonna need to shave off those contracts to accommodate for a big signing and I, yeah it, ha- it has needy. to be either Laporte or, or Pau Torres or I mean Mbappe right and and or Mbappe and that's why I'm saying like you can't have all this cake and eat it too man like with with Sergio I, I keeping Sergio fucking saying keeping man. keeping Sergio Ramos and still going for Mbappe I don't know how it's feasible you know. They, they needed to, bro. There was no other choice. I Unless you want to get rid saying. of Modric or Benz, that doesn't make sense. You got to keep those guys. They're a little younger, a little more healthier, a little more promising, at least for another year. I think it was smart, man. I know it hurts. And, and by the way, Marcelo might actually be the next guy, too. Yeah. And, and you, you got That Mendy. one's more understandable. His, his drop-off has been... Yeah, his drop off has been very well. Very a lot of the skill was always was always based on that boost of space. I mean, pace that he has. You know, not only with the dribbling, but you know, just the first step. I don't know. I I feel I feel like his game is a lot different now, and the I, confidence isn't there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw it with Dani Alves too. Similar player. You reach that age where you don't have the legs to do the same shit you used to be able to do. You know, for but from season to season, I think that's so weird. Yeah, well, like it's been a strange later, year. It's yeah. been a strange year, and uh, almost two years now. You know, just oh, uh, for Marcelo, yeah, Marcelo's. I don't know. It's that, that's a weird one. You know, Brazilians though. They're not the most disciplined bunch. Nah, nah. Um, but yeah, moving on from that. Uh, just should I guess we should I should we go into. Scores? Yeah. All right. So um, let's see here. Uh, all right. So scores. Let's see here. Um, we'll start off with the first game. Turkey versus Italy. Yes, sir. Uh, Italy drops a three-piece on Turkey. Three-nothing. Again, Italy just dominating that midfield, dominating possession, dominating in every... I think they had like 80% possession. Yeah. Something like that. Turkey just had nothing to offer. And uh, Italy uh, Italy gave it to him, man. Yeah. You know, Italy, like you said, one of the more surprising teams. Maybe not super surprising, but they're actually playing the most dominant fashion that, you know, compared to a lot of these other top teams that are only winning 1-0 or maybe even drawing. As far as the score goes. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is what matters in the end. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can dominate a game. doesn't mean you'll win the cup. And, and that's the truth. And, and you know, Rob, I mean, Real Madrid. Italy just know how to get goals right now. And it's coming from every side of the pitch, striker, winger, midfielder, even set pieces. So I uh, respect. I, I, liked, I like the way Mancini's setting them up. And he's been with them for, a, like, a little bit over a year now. So in, in a brief time, he's really managed to, you know, instill a good play style in them. And he's a modern coach, too, you know, as opposed to some of these older managers that have been in the league for a while. Um, so, yeah, a uh, good result for Italy. I think they're going to be one of the stronger sides. And, you know, we didn't expect that, but going forward. Uh, yeah, and then uh, the following game, uh, Wales versus Switzerland. Yeah. That's a 1-1. Yeah, Brillo hockey Bolo sticks. Getting a man of the match. One of the sharper players, too. Younger players in, in, in Europe right now. Currently at Borussia Mönchengladbach. Rumored to go to a lot of different teams. You know, he's a. I think he's a Champions League level player. Still very raw, though. And then uh, Denmark. Finland gets wrapped up on that same day. Um, you know, obviously they played a little later. They had to postpone. Um, Finland ends up winning it. Denmark had a chance to equalize. Or how was it, actually? Yeah, uh, I think it was Hoisberg missed a penalty. Really? Yeah, so um, uncharacteristic from him. But, yeah, Finland win. It kind of sucked to see Denmark down like that, but it just it's the reality. You just got to keep going, man. Yeah, <laughs> it, it sucks. It's, it's yeah. tough to cancel the game because... One player became indisposed. Regardless of the circumstances, I know the guy... I mean, did you watch the game live? I didn't. No, no, I didn't. No, I, I didn't watch I, it live. I remember I was keeping up with the score, and then there was like a postponement. I'm like... It's because the game was going on at the same time as the Belgium-Russia game. So I was like, I'd rather just watch a fresh game. Ah, why no deal? Yeah. And then Belgium ended, ended up clapping Russia. and uh, Lukaku with his brace. Could have been a hattie. But, you know, uh, and then uh, Munier, the fault, you know, Fox wing back type player, uh, you know, good, good performance by him. Russia has nothing to offer. We knew this. Cheryshev is maybe their best player. But, I mean, it's a steep drop off after that. Um, but, yeah, following the next match, uh, England, Croatia, 1-0. I try to get up for this. So I came and sat down in my living room and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, it's on. I'm watching. And, uh, dude, I ended up falling asleep. I was just tired. It wasn't because it was a boring match. Yeah. Although, that's kind of what I heard. No, it wasn't a yeah a great match. But Croatia isn't the same enticing squad they used to be. You know, a lot of the best players are kind of aged now. And on the contrary, England's team is very, you know, young, pacey. And, yeah, they did, they did the goods. Could have been more, by the way. But, you know, they'll be happy with a 1-0 against the best team in their group. And then uh, Austria beats uh, North Macedonia. Uh, you know... Easy money. Austria just has a more complete team, better players across all of Europe. Macedonia, though, their legend, Pandev scoring. Pandev. Pandev, Pandev, Pandev. <laughs> uh, what a player, man. Who does he play for? Uh, used to play for Napoli. I don't know where he's playing at now. Macedonia has a few players, though. They're, like, they have Alioski. You, you don't really think of them as a powerhouse, but they have Alioski. Bardi. Bardi. Who's saucy? Yeah, he's nice. He's, he's nice. He's nice. And uh, yeah, it was a good match. Yeah, and I watched was, that one live. I th- I thought that one was. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a barn burn by <laughs> any means, but it was it was okay. 
Yeah, but the next one was uh, Netherlands just edges wow. uh, Ukraine three two. That was a great match. Yeah, I ended up just watching the, the second half, and that's when it really popped off. Yeah, because yeah. uh, in the first half, Netherlands were they were controlling the match, but they weren't. They were really imposing themselves, and and a lot of like that that typical Dutch football where it's possession based, a lot of short passing. But they weren't very creative. And um, I found Ukraine to be more threatening when they did attack. Ukraine in the third, in the final quarter, were very, they were very good. It was yeah. just getting there was a very big problem for them. They, they don't have the midfield. They, they weren't yeah. very good to get there. But when they did, they were good. Yaremchuk um, was the other guy. Uh, Yarmolenko, Yarmolenko. The West Ham player. Yeah. So there's a... There, there's a bit of creativity there. Once once they get there, it's just, again, that getting there is, is the problem. Um, so, Netherlands go up 2-0. to 2-0 zero. to zero off of uh, off a goal from uh, everyone ate today, uh, that day. Uh, Wijnaldum. Oh, Gigi Wijnaldum. Yeah. Who had a pretty good... He had a pretty good shot on target. Ukraine's keeper was was on point that day. He's too. no bad, is he? He's pretty good. Then uh, Veghorst, the uh, Wolfsburg player. What a unit! Oh, he's he's like a Holland prototype, except Holland is nicer. But yeah, yeah he just he has that same kind of style. Just big. Patrick Schick, another guy. Is that's a very European thing. You can expect that every year fucking, from these countries. Fucking big ass, corn fed mother. Yeah, just a unit. Got that. Yeah. Got that re-re strength. You gotta hope he's hung <laughs> like a mouse. Ah, for fuck's sake. But, no, he's not. But speaking on another big European striker, Patrick Schick does the goods against Scotland, you know, Czech Republic, but Patrick Schick stole the show with a, you know, crazy goal to have the nuts to try that from, from midfield. Credit to you, son, in Scotland. Uh, just a, a team with decent individuals, just they lack the team structure and they showed... How is it that that Scotland they don't produce a ton of talent? They have some good players. How is it that two of their best players both happen to be left backs? I know, right? Yeah. Andy make, Robertson. Make it and, make sense. Uh, fucking hell. Yeah. But make, anyway. <laughs> yeah, Scotland. I told you they're gonna be a problem for teams, but they're not. They're not gonna really do anything with it. Yeah. And they just don't have to attack. Yeah. That's the problem. All their best players are playing the second in the in the in their own half. Yeah. They're just they don't have the level. But the next match, Poland surprisingly loses to uh Slovakia. They did have a player sent off, uh Krishowiak. Uh so, you know, one of the goals was a own goal off of uh Chesney, former Arsenal keeper, and then Skriniar, the Italian center I mean the inter center back had a nice little set piece goal and that that was it that was enough the the uh, yugoslavian post yugoslavian countries balled out and then we had a fucking dull game it felt like fucking levante against elche <laughs> nil nil and yeah not much to say listen spain dominated they created morata was kind of bummish Isak did really well to at least try to score in the chances he had, and you know it ended up nil nil. And the the Swedish coach was happy with that result, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, well, what did he? He had comments. Mm-hmm. What did he say after the game? 
he's like uh, it, it is no secret uh, against a team like Spain we have to play that way <laughs> why does he have that accent though <laughs> uh, that's just my my typical European manager <laughs> accent I know that's kind of general generalizing on my part, but because uh, Swedish people have a very like, oh well, they have a very different yeah. We have a uh, no accent. okay uh, whoa whoa Slatan's gonna get heated, bro. <laughs> what, uh, what's he gonna do? Uh, he's a black oh, no, belt. Wait, oh no, he's a black belt. Uh, of what? I don't know. I think uh, it's a Jeet Kune Do. Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Something. Where he can still get the hands. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a prick. Yeah, no, honest. but but his quote was basically saying that he's like, yeah, I'm not ashamed of getting of of defending the way we did. Um, yeah, you know, most teams would be happy to get a point off of these guys, and uh, yeah, something something to that extent. Basically, yeah. saying I'm not ashamed of parking the bus. Yeah, which is what they did. It was a boring ass match because of that, by the way. Yeah, but Spain also has responsibility mm. in being the better team. Well, no, I mean I do agree, but they created enough for for to warrant a goal, but they just weren't able, weren't able to make it. It's like when their you play, attack isn't that good. Um, I'm, I said this last week, and I, they're I in the upper half that. though. They're in the upper half of like all the European teams. They they should still yeah because the lower half is made up of yeah Macedonia, fucking Sweden. Based on the average, they have a decent attack. Yeah, of course. You know, I mean, but yeah, I mean they're all starters for top Italian club or top. European clubs. Yeah, yeah, of course. They're Champions League level players, but you know, they're they're still very raw and compared to what they should have. No, they should have won, but the the stats also also reflect that they should have won. It, I mean, it could have easily been a 3-0 match, but you know, you don't make them, you don't make them and and by the way, Swedish Sweden's goalkeeper balled out as well. Um and and yeah, I I was watching that game at work and I was like, oh my god, Spain! Oh my god! I was saying that like maybe four times in the second half. Like, <laughs> I'm like, how are you? How have you not scored yet? Hitting uh, post, hitting keeper. Morata is your guy, man. I Morata has the best goal per minutes ratio for Spain, with the exception of Morientes, and I'm forgetting the other dude. Uh, David Villa. And is Morientes? Well, that's Spain, isn't it? But I'll know. tell you what. Morata starts for the U.S. Morata starts for Mexico. Morata starts for a lot of countries, bud. Let's let's keep it a stack. How many goals does he have? Shonote. Well, you have all these stats, handy. Well, I only have the ones that benefit my agenda. I just don't. I, I the the minutes per goal stat on it, anybody. It doesn't do much for you. <sighs> it kind of pisses me off. Uh, hey man, G- give me give me the hard numbers. Well, the, the, listen. Wow. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't. Hey, Tell hey, that hey. to the Tinder chick that I hit up. No, uh, she, yeah, no, she wanted me to be 5'11". I'm like, shit, best I could do is 5'9". Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Nah, I ain't talking about any other measurements because we can't talk about that. But that's uh, Well, that's on the X-rated pod. Ah, uh, para, para. But anyway, uh, moving on from that, Spain underwhelm. And Sweden... Overwhelmed, I guess. Fucking hell! No, they play shit. Is Forsberg bro. still there? Yeah. I hate that fucking guy. That's not a footballer. Uh, I, I know I was talking shit about Lukaku. Oh, that's a footballer. I know I was talking shit about um, Mason Mount. Mason Mount, Mount, Mount. Forsberg is not a footballer. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was talking shit about Jorginho too. Hey, he's nice. Forsberg is not a footballer. Uh, let me say that one more time. 
I hate that uh, fucking prick. Why? He's not a footballer. What'd he do? He's not good at football. Ah, uh, he's decent, though. He's just a body. He's a corn fed. Yeah, he is. That happens to put on some knee-high socks and, and, a, and a shirt to represent his country. But that is not a fucking footballer. You cannot convince me otherwise. Ah, uh, come on, mine. I will fight somebody if they tell me that Forsberg is a good footballer. I will fight them. Dude, I mean... It he, could be his mother. I, I will fight her. He, he plays for Leipzig. You got to figure he's at least a little good, you know? Oh, yeah? That's not a footballer. I'm sorry. Uh, Leipzig has money to burn. You know what's crazy is that he's pretty old, too. I mean, not old, but he's 29. I always thought he was younger, like 25 or something. I thought he was older. He looks older. Oh, he does. He does. But he, he he's his relative stint like to the top level of football started in like 2015 with Leipzig. In 168 matches, he has like 34 goals. So not a great not a great striker, but he's decent. That's not a footballer. I'm t- I'm telling uh, you, he's like a Zardes. Uh yeah, Jeez. yeah exactly. Like right Zardes. Wow. Next anyway, match. Anyway, next match, man. Portugal just. You know, leaves Hungary out of their depth. 3-0. Ronaldo with a brace. But up until the 80th minute, or 84th to be exact, it was scary hours. It was looking like a nil-nil draw, very similar to Spain, Sweden. But, um, yeah, Guerreiro gets a nice goal. Well, a kind of lucky goal. Took a deflection. And then after that, a penalty gets gets called. Ronaldo, easy as you like. And then the last goal was my favorite, though. It was, was a one-two, one-two with with Ronaldo and I want to say it was either Bruno uh, it was or Bruno. yeah Bruno, and you know Ronaldo with the calmness in the box, tidy feet, past the keeper. It's hungry, I get it, but it was still a nice goal. Ah. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm giving him credit. It was a nice goal, and I like to play with Portugal a lot on FIFA, and that's a fun team. But um, yeah, uh, as expected, Ronaldo with a brace, Ronaldo with a brace, Lukaku with a brace, Shake with a brace. The Golden Boot race is looking spicy, man. I like it. I like it. I like that. I and like I was that. expecting more goals from the next match. But France, Germany, 1-0, own goal. <laughs> Trash. Boring. Let's, let's be fair. Let's be fair. That was the most even match of the whole first match week. And I felt bad because Hummels with the own goal, he was trying to do his job, block the cross, and it goes in the back of the net. Falls immediately in order to lift him up. Like, hey, my boys, it happens. It should have been a draw. Um, but I will actually say France created more, though. And they deserve the result. Much more. Whoa. Not much. Trip out. Um, trip out. Trip out on this. Trippier. Nah, I'm just kidding. You're, yeah, you're right, man. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing I could say. I no, will Fran- say France is domin- France dominated possession by Fra- a lot. France is uh, they're scary good. Oh shit, they have more shots too, much more. They're they scary. had more expected goals, which is a kind of a stupid stat, but I think I think that's a better stat than goals per minute. Ah, uh, I don't know. And I and I think and I still think that. Cause XG you, is a bullshit stat. You could take 10 shots from midfield, and as long as they're on target, it's an expected goal because it's on target. Whereas if, you, if you're if you just a baller and you can score in 30 minutes, you're a baller. You could do it consistently, and you're a baller. I have to say, Aguero has the best minutes per goal ratio in England, and you can say he's he's kind of worthy of it. Uh, is, Terry, Terry Henry is like second, I think, not by much. So, I mean, there's some truth to it, I feel. It is kind of a weird stat, and it's very, like, depending on how often a player plays. 
So it can be definitely skewed. Like if you're a, if you're an X Factor sub, like a Lou Will, your your stats will be stupid. Or a Cheech. Cheech, Cheech had, is up Cheech, there. Cheech had a good one. Kalechi and Hinacho had a good one too for the longest when he played for City. So yeah. But you know, when it's a player that plays a lot and he's a crack, like like Terry Henry, Alan Shearer, Henry, I just have to give my respects. Tier Henry, Alan Shearer, Henry. Oh, did I say that? Aguero, <laughs> my bad. Aguero, Henry, Alan Shearer. Those are my top three Premier League strikers all time. But Alan Shearer, man. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's a tough one for you. Huh? Yeah. Hey, man. That dude was a... Like, substitute uh, Shearer for... Rooney? Yeah. Nah, nah. Yeah. I can't say that. I'd rather, I'd rather put Van Nistelrooy or... Ooh, there's a player. Or... No, or that's a player. Michael Owen. I don't know. But oh, that guy, that guy was good for two seasons. Rooney. Ah. <laughs> Tell me about the most fraudulent Ballon d'Or. Michael Owen. Ah, uh, man. But, yeah, Van Nistelrooy. Now, that's a player. He was nice. I like that. I like that player. He's nice. He's nice. Oh, shit. Rush yeah, is more... Here. Balls, more balls than the average. <laughs> uh, but yeah, next match we had Russia, Finland this morning. Miranchuk, scores in the stoppage time of the first half, one nil. Good for Russia, gives them some hope. I still don't think they'll go far. Wales beats Turkey. That was a surprise to me. Turkey was a team that I thought was gonna do good. It's kind of bad right now. They can't score. They can't defend. The goalies all over the shop. Uh, yeah, man. And credit to Wells. Ramsey and Roberts score. Uh, Bale played really well. He got the assist in the second one. Man of the match. Man of the match. I think he, he's just the most talented player on the pitch, so it's kind of hard. Despite missing a penalty. How much does that happen, huh? Oh, yeah. Can we get can we get a stat on that? I don't. I don't have a stat on that. I would that. love a stat on that. Yeah, that would be amazing. Opta. Opta, Squawka, Mr. Cheap. That's something. The, something, man. Uh, following though, following that match, we had Italy, Switzerland, Locatelli. Que jugadorazo, tío. Not over it, man. He's like I said, one of the guys that has impressed me the most. I'm telling you, those kind of guys, man. They they do something for me. They make me feel a little a little fuzzy inside. They get, they get me a little bricked up. My thing is like, I hope he's good past this too, because like we've we've we named a lot of players before off the record of they have great international tournaments. James Ozil, well Ozil's a crack, but he fell off quick. But you know, there's players that enamor you in the international, and then. You know, in seasons, yeah. With, you know, so I mean, we'll see. But Locatelli, he's definitely gonna get bought out this season. Sassuolo needs the money; he needs a new, a, a better paycheck. So yeah, he's gonna get it, man. Um, what a I player! Hope so yeah, and uh, that's it for our Euro matches. I don't know if you we want to give a preview. Or I don't know if you're shy. Let, I know you're let, shy. Let's preview the notable matches because uh, there's just there's a tournament and there's too much going on. All right, let, let's get. Ah, uh, well, you decide. I'll Belgium versus Denmark. All right. Belgium, 2-0. 4-0. All right. I like Kajer, our Milan center back. I think he's solid. But I, I get you. And Schmeichel ain't no schlump. I, I think that Belgium, even though they weren't as good as they could have been, they totally, totally uh, walk through... Um, Walk through. Uh, Who did they play? Russia. Russia. R- Russia. Si, señor. 
Was it? Was it? Oh yeah, yeah. They totally walked through Russia. But that defense, man, Vermalin, Vertonghen. Hey, but they got a clean sheet against Russia. And and, and they're going to struggle against Denmark. Uh, Denmark, they have Poulsen. I've heard about Poulsen for about five years, and you know how many times I've actually seen him score? He's, Zero. He's okay. He scored it. He scored against some pretty good teams. Uh, you know, you can tell me he's good, but I'm not going to believe it. All right. Well, we'll fast forward six months. You'll he's soft. Uh, is it the man bun? No, no, uh, I have a problem with the man bun. I like Leeds. Whoa. Leeds has, has a high... All, all-time most ha- man buns on there. Yeah, per capita. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got Belgium destroying them. And we're going to be tricked into thinking Lukaku's got the golden boot with his one goal. Oh man, I love that guy. Left foot, right foot, head. Yeah, he's got the benefit of a weak group. He's got the benefit of great you know who teammates. They got next. They got Finland next. So for him to get four or five goals in the group stages, it's because a bare of a weak group. Yeah, I'm not impressed. All right, he's gonna get the golden boot off of that. Off the strength. Yeah, whatever. I'm not impressed. We'll see. We'll um, see. Then uh, Netherlands playing against Austria. That's a good one. I'll take Netherlands barely 2-1. Yeah, that's... Yeah, Netherlands... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good match. And then... Uh, Croatia. Oh, Croatia check. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'll take a 2-2 draw. 2-2 draw. Oh, two, Very even two, teams. 2-1 Croatia. And there's going to be a lot of like rivalry in that one. It's oh, they be probably proper. hate each other. Yeah. Former uh, Yugoslavia. Yep. Those Balkan... And they're very they're very passionate. I will say that. Following match though, former United Kingdom team Scotland against <laughs> England, the motherland. England 4-0. Come on. Come on you fucking lions. Bring it home in it. 1-1. One, one. Uh, Scott yeah. McTominay, bro, you're relying on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man, Phil Foden sees that guy and he's like food. I don't even know if he'll start. Greeley well, sees well, that. Did, he says did, food. Did, did Foden see food during the season? I don't know if uh, City beat United. Um, in the- oh, man. Mind the gap, mate. Mind the gap. I don't know. We did beat y'all in the FA Cup, though. I will say. Two to one. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'll, uh, I'll, I still, I'll still take England. Although, you no, know. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, England, 3-0. Uh, no. Oh, shit. All right. That's better. Uh, Saturday we have Hungary against France. Oh man, France should walk through them if they're really about their shit. That's got to be a four 0 win. I mean, come on, man. If Portugal scoring three on them in the last ten minutes, let's be fair. Yeah, hey, but if they're about it, they're gonna score fucking the tenth minute, the thirtieth minute, forty seventh minute. Well distributed. Yeah. But sometimes it's like a boxer, you know, you got to tire your opponent out, hit him in the ninth, tenth round. Hawks won! Let's fucking go! Sorry, man. 109-106, bro. Sheesh. Sorry, bro. That was so unexpected. Uh, Like, maybe an hour ago, I was like, bro, they're down 20. They're going to lose. Damn, they had a crazy fourth quarter. Oh, my God, bro. 40 to 19. Let's fucking go. Sorry, guys, but back back to the pod. France, you agree France will win. I agree France will win. Next match, though, what a belter. Portugal, Germany. I'll take Portugal. Yeah. And I'll take them 2-0. Yeah. That's a, good, that's a good result. 
Um, next match, Spain, Poland. I'll take España. 3-1. I think Lewandowski will get a goal. Lewandowski? Lewandowski. He's got to get on the board, right? Yeah. He's too good not to. It's just receiving receiving plays from from those bums is not the same as <laughs> you know play by Munich. And I hate to say this, but this is why I would would have loved to see him at another team. You know, like you can be great at Bayern, and he's one of the best in the Bundesliga all time. But I want to see it somewhere else. How many other players have would, in fairness, mm-hmm. how many players would have done what he's done? We don't know. I know a twenty year old that can. You know oh, who that is? Because oh, he did it on a bummier team. The the second best team. Oh, I don't know, but you know, no, I love Lewandowski, but I'm telling you, if he played for Chelsea or United or another team, top level, I think his his goals are will be less, but he'll still be like in finishing in top five for sure. I would love to see that. It's too late now. Who are we to tell a player like go to a better league? You know. Yeah, but he's like 32 or something like I that. I know, at this point. Yeah, at this point, it's fucking... I wish he would have gone, like, at 28, bro. He would already have had, like, three, four seasons at Bayern, won all the fuck, sh- you know, all the shit he won, and, you know, he goes I don't, that, And that's my thought. Uh-huh. It's like, why are you married to a team? You're not yeah. from there. Unless it's the best team, like like Ramos staying at Madrid for however long he did. Uh, that and, makes sense. And to be fair, Bayern Munich is, in my opinion... Oh well, they are after after uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona, third place. Yeah, and but I'll always I'll always maintain a big gap between the first two you mentioned and Bayern, for for the league difficulty. Really? Yeah, for the league difficulty. Oh. Uh, you know, I mean, I just don't I don't think it's fair for Madrid and Barcelona who have to the, face each other every year. Sure, okay. Compared to Bayern, it's like, ah, oh, man, Bayern, you know you got it. You're going to buy the best players in the league every year, damn near. But, right. you know, I, I like that one, Dowski. Yeah, we'll see. So moving on, the next notable match, Italy versus Wales. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I'll take Italy still, though. Oh, yeah. Another it- 3-0. Whoa. I'll, I'll, give, I'll, I'll, give them, I'll give them some love. I'll give them 3-1. <laughs> Not a big difference. And then the next notable one would be Monday, uh, Netherlands beating uh, Macedonia. I see that a beat down. I see three four zero. Totally, yeah, I agree four, with three, that four, one. one. Yeah. Um, Belgium beating Finland, beating the shit out of Finland. I see that a route. Yeah, I agree. Another one. That's um, easy money. Um, the next notable one is England versus Czech Republic. Three one, two one. Two one England. England, right? yeah. Yeah, Dominic Calvert Lewin. And then uh, Wednesday, June twenty third. Wow, a lot of good games. Spain beating Slovakia, 3-1. Fucking France versus Portugal. This has got to be like the fourth time. That should be the fucking final, really. This this should be the fourth time they play in the last year, right? Yeah. They've played a bunch. Yo me quedo con la selección portuguesa. Ruben Diaz, mucho, mucho bueno. I'll take France, 3-1. Come on, you going to do Bruno like that, bro? Bruno, I'm going to do Nah, man, Pepe, Real Madrid, fucking legend. Ronaldo, Real Madrid legend. Yeah, come on, dog. You know Mbappe, they got, they got a toxic locker room. 
That's got, Brazil, brother. Well, Brazil, is, they're the sons. Portugal will always be dad. Mm, well, and also because Ronaldo. Well, look at look at the Pentecampal. Ah, uh, that is true. That's not fair, though. They have more melanin. <laughs> uh, well, well, Nani would like a word. Ah, uh, just kidding. Anyway, uh, yeah. That's it for our Euro wrap-up. Well, Germany beats Hungary. Uh, but I don't think it means shit. Nah, that, that one for me was, yeah, it wasn't even notable. But yeah, they should, yeah. Yeah, that's for our Euro roundup. Uh, Argentina versus Uruguay. Who do you got? I'll take uh, Argentina. A very close game. I have a 3-2. I'll take uh, Uruguay. Shit, how is even 2-1? to one? Ah, loser buys drinks. Loser buys drinks. Friday, bro. Fuck it, man. Bucket. We're just going to have to leave five minutes early. And, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it, bro. Fuck it. Um, anything else? Nah, I think that's... Uh, you've, we've hit every fucking I, I, I never mentioned that I fucked up my leg playing football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was supposed to be there. I ended up watching the Belgium game, got it a little too intoxicated. So I couldn't make it, but Lester's a good guy, you know, so he's a company guy. He showed <laughs> I stayed, up. I stayed sober. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, though. We have our good friend, uh, Boris. Uh, <laughs> Boris Diaw. Yo. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, we went to uh, Chatsworth to play, and uh, I have to say I had a great time. It was, it was worth it. At the time when it happened... I thought I, I thought I killed my Achilles because I felt like a kick and I felt a pop and I couldn't walk anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, but now at, the, at this point, it's Wednesday. This happened on Saturday. I, I can walk for the most part. And um, yeah, it was worth it. It was a great time. And uh, I don't know, maybe two, three weeks, I'll be back. I hope so, man, because, uh, yeah. you know, it's fun sharing the pitch. Speedy recovery. Playing, playing, yeah. Yeah. That's the main thing, man. I, I've had an ankle break in 2018. And since then, I've played three times. So this third time, I destroyed my calf. There's my luck, man. I, I'm I'm a regular fucking... Uh, who gets injured a lot? Uh, Vincent Company. I'm a regular Vincent Company. Aguero, too. I would say you're more similar to Aguero. Aguero, yeah, yeah, exactly. A little, a little, little browner. Browner, color, little, like little kind of same hair color. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Got that technique down. Yeah, you, you're kind of like stocky, like in terms of being buff, like him, you know. I did. For a soccer player. I did, uh, I did score a volley. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, anyway, I had to, I had to report on that, keep everybody updated. I'm in high spirits, though. It's all, it's all in good fun. Yep. You know, he's working back to get, working hard to get back on the pitch. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that's it. That's it for episode number 52. Anything else? No, that'd be all. Two I'm absolutely guys, buzzing. Two mics, two pints, and fuck. We're almost at, a, at exactly a year, so we'll, we'll celebrate next week. We'll go hard in the paint. Hard in the paint. Walker. All right. Take care. Take care of your mentals. Take care of your chickens. We'll talk to you next time.